Welcome to the Success IQ Podcast, the show for entrepreneurs who want to create and live an exceptional life. I'm your host, Jeff Nicholson, and this is episode 52. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever you are in the world. I truly hope you are having a fantastic week. And we've got another great guest, Timothy Carroll, who I I met, I got introduced by a a guest from the show, uh, Pamela Gold, and we got chatting and we, I don't know, we just clicked, didn't we, Timothy? It was just one of those things. Yes, it was, it was a great uh, conversation we had first it was, um, yeah. yeah it, was like, <laughs> it was. Now, one of the oh. things that made me very jealous was Timothy's CV. Um, so t- Timothy is he's, he's going to be a great guest. Not only is he a former world-class athlete representing New Zealand for four world championships, competing over 16 years on the world stage, but he also specializes in behavioral change, leadership development, organization consulting, and executive coaching at all levels. And he's extremely jammy because he currently lives in the Bahamas. So, <laughs> Timothy, welcome to the show. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, Jim. So, Timothy, um, obviously it's nice and sunny where you are, but it's, um, can you tell us a little bit about your journey that got you to this point today? Sure. Um, starts off as an athlete, really. Uh, bottom line, I was training as hard as I could and, and uh, I wasn't getting anywhere. And so I tapped into a sports psychologist in New Zealand when I was living at the time. And he opened me up to um, basically improving my performance through working on myself Mm. and at a mental level. And that really changed my performance. And then from there, uh, I became very interested in sports psychology, Uh, decided to not go down that route to university for seven years. But ended up working for uh, uh, the world's uh, f- promoting some of the world's greatest personal development trainers in Sydney. And they inspired me into learning cognitive behavioral sciences and positive psychology. And uh, so I dived in and then, um, you know, have started my own company and started consulting to, to athletes and, and, uh, and the corporate world from there. So when you when you did the um, could you explain a little bit about what cognitive behavioral science is? Sure, it's it's really the art and and science of behavioral change. So okay. how does a human being really work? I mean, the bottom line is is we have the the greatest computer in the world between these six inches between the, these ears, mm. and we know more about how our PC works or our Mac than than our own computer. Yeah. So uh, it is the study of, of behavioral change and, and, and the human, human development and how a human being works, essentially. So when you, have, um, when you start to work with you know, performers and athletes and, and helping them develop, what sort of key things kind of like come up? Do they have, is there quite common obstacles that stop them from achieving their success? Or is it sort of like a, a variety of all sorts of different things? Yeah, like whether you're working with, um, you know, a world-class leader, a a mum or dad or a young adult or or a professional athlete, the challenges that people have are all very similar. They they want to improve results Mm. and they, at the start, they think that they really need to do that by doing, focusing on performance, focusing on, on their skills, focusing on changing their behaviors. 
But what they don't understand is, is that what drives their behavior is their internal programming and their internal conditioning. Mm. So we, uh, people that are trained like myself, are, are very good detectives in finding out what is their, how are they wired up? What is their, are their, is their programming mm. uh, that is serving them and what is not serving them? And sure, you, you want to focus on their strengths and also focus on, you know, what is it that's limiting them? For example, limiting beliefs uh, or negative emotions that get in the way or, or, you know, for example, nervousness or anxiety, performance anxiety is huge. Mm. Um, because what you believe is what you achieve. So belief systems are very important, um, et cetera. So that, those are just some examples of programming. Of, of and, and with those and with those traits, do you find that that is um... – that is through things that they've learned when they're growing up or the way, you know, sometimes we, we are basically what our parents were and their beliefs and, and right the way down the generation line is that, are they common, uh, common threads that are holding people back? Correct. Yeah. Like when we're young from the, from the age of zero to seven, we're essentially a walking subconscious mind or Mm. unconscious mind. And, we're imprinting uh, through osmosis, essentially, mm. uh, our belief systems, our values. And so, you know, by the time we're 10, most of our core values and beliefs are, are set. Yeah. And so, you know, some of those are serving us and some of them are not. And then as we grow into the modeling stage from the age of 7 to 14, we model our heroes and sheroes. Mm. And then from 14 to 21, we start really learning about how to relate to people and uh, et cetera. So, through those, uh, through those developmental phases, hmm. we program ourselves and we're programmed by other people. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, after 21, we move into the business world uh, yeah. and often, you know, we, we've got stuff that, that limits us in, in creating what we want and, and achieving our goals, essentially. Yeah, and I suppose, I suppose is that, it's that it's those people that I are – well, maybe they're dissatisfied, but they don't do anything about changing their situation. And then you've got people, which is majority of my audience is the entrepreneur, which is they're they're the disruptors. They don't they they're not happy with their current situation, so yeah. they want to do something different. And then they go and set out on that on that path of either okay, we're gonna I'm gonna challenge what my beliefs were and and whatever, or they're gonna start learning and as part of that part of that process is they're going to start doing that self-development route. Yes. And you know, the, the bottom line is in psychology, everything that's going on out there Mm. is just a reflection of what's going on in your unconscious. So Mm. if you're, if you're not getting the results that you want in your life, then it's, you know, instead of blaming and pointing the finger uh, at life, Mm. uh, it's the, the, the recommendation is to turn in, and look at how, well, how am I actually creating that? And that's the definition of responsibility. Yeah, and and that, and that's a big one, isn't it? Because there's so many people out there that they say they want to change, but they're not prepared to take that responsibility to do something that's about it. it. Yeah, it's, it's scary for some people, you know. Yeah. Like, but you know, at the same time, it's it's uh, if you want to get results, you've got to change because. <laughs> Yeah. If nothing changes, nothing changes, right? If you if you don't change, nothing's going to change. Yeah, and it and it's that and it's yeah. that thing of is it, give up the the rubbish of blaming everything and start doing something about it. Yes, correct. Because I think that's the that's the big that's the easiest way out, isn't it? It's the path of least resistance to blame everything else. That's and, right, and not sort of go well. Okay, it's me. I need to do something different. 
Yeah, and you look at athletes. They're brilliant at getting coaches. They have a physical coach. They have a technical coach. They have a mental coach very often nowadays. Yeah. And when you look at you know business people who are trying to perform, it's you know it's very coaching is 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 becoming more and more important to help people to learn to change and get the results that they want. And and you know, but there's coaches, and then there's coaches. Yes. And a, a lot of coaches out there are trained at just at the level of performance coaching, yes. which is which is basically looking at people's behaviors uh, and then giving them feedback and asking them to change mm-hmm. very much like a sports coach. Yes. Um, whereas when you get real results, uh, mm. long term life changing results is when you move into developmental coaching and transformational coaching. Yes. And that is where coaches are trained in psychology, trained in models of change, trained in the art of behavioral change. Mm. Uh, when you're working with a coach at that level, yeah. uh, then you know that you're you're with the right the right people, basically, or the right person. Yeah, the, the game changes. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So when you, if you were to to sort of look at the the a a couple of um, strategies that you could suggest for our listeners to start looking at in order to help them maximize their potential to get to further on down their lives. What sort of things would you suggest that they look at? Well, I think the first thing is, is, um, is to really one, take a look at, you know, starting to create a clear purpose for yourself. Mm. Um, Many purpose is your purpose and your vision is really the highest level of meaning for a human being. So mm. when you ha- have a purpose and you have a clear vision of where you want to head in your life uh, that incorporates all areas of your life, yeah. then you have a very meaningful, compelling future. Mm. And meaning equals performance. Yes. So the more meaning we have in our life, the more full of meaning or meaningful it is, mm. then the greater the level of performance you'll have. So I think the first thing that everyone should uh, look to create is uh, discover why you're here, wh- yeah. what is your purpose, um, and what is essentially what is your passion and how do you want to contribute in the world. Mm. And two, you know, where, where is it you want to be in five years from now yeah. in every area of your life and get super clear on that. Yeah. So that's that's a, a great start. The, yeah. s- the second thing is I think would be good to really uh, start to, to learn about how you work as a human being, hmm. that, um, you know, to learn about how you can develop yourself, your potential, your, um, your performance. And to understand that means to understand – uh, the greatest tool that's ever been created on this planet, which is, mm-hmm. you know, our, our mind and body. Yeah. And when when we understand that, we we are at cause. We take we take responsibility, and we can u- learn to understand how to achieve those goals, ach- achieve the vision and the, and the purpose more easily than if you were uh, not knowing that information, basically. So yeah, that those are a couple of things that I would recommend. Is is uh, it's inter- know, purpose purpose and education really yeah it's yeah. interesting because the the purpose thing is, is you know the it's uh, there's there's a there's a group of people that i can sometimes walk into and you 
probably have come to this and they they think that purpose word is a bit fluffy and you yes, know it doesn't it is yeah you know it's it's like well it is yes because it's like oh my god you, you there's there's but you are so right i did an exercise once at a, at a retreat and they asked me to think of the word that i um that was part was my purpose and mine's empowerment that's that was the word that kept coming in my head and he went yeah. right imagine that world without it and honestly i felt empty Yes. And I couldn't, and I couldn't believe that just by imagining that not being around, how, how lost I felt for that moment of that exercise. Yes. And I, and I remember when when he kind of went, okay, it's back, everything's everything's fine, and I literally had to go out of the room and just get myself grounded again because it was literally, I had no direction anymore for that for that small period of time. And it's yeah. amazing when you are fortunate enough to, and when you are prepared to put the work in to find that purpose, because it does take sometimes a little bit of mining to, to sort of dig that. I think you know it deep down, but it takes that courage to allow yourself to open up and go, okay, I'm going to go and look for this and see what it really means to me. Yes. It's such a powerful thing. Absolutely. And, you know, they've done a lot of studies on companies that have a very clear, defined purpose statement, mm. and they outperform companies that don't every time. Yeah. Financially, um, organize, uh, culturally, uh, you name it. Uh, yeah. And those, you know, the sense of purpose for a company mm. and a sense of purpose for individuals is, is uh, extremely important. The, the yeah. bottom line is the purpose of life is to have a life full of purpose. Yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. Very well put. That's a tweet. One does believe Timothy, but but I think but I think but I think that's. Um, I'm not sure whether we should do a radio or sit on in saffron robes and meditate on that. One. <laughs> but but the truth is, is that is so right. And I think is is that you know you know I I mean I haven't been doing this for very long, and you know we're we're, we're only on episode fifty eight. But it is amazing the common threads that th- flow through every single guest. Yeah. And, and you know, there's key ones that pop up. One of them is understanding what, what you've been put on this planet to do. And regardless of how fluffy it is, is you can we can joke on about it and everything, but when you discover that, when you have taken the time to allow yourself to have the courage to find that, and then you make it your mission to pursue it, and in however way form that is, it might be music and, you know, you might have to do something with that or whatever. It's, it's making sure that you have that in your life on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. And, you know, the, the bottom line is, is that world-class organizations and world-class uh, athletes uh, and world-class performers have a clear purpose, vision, and mission. Mm. And that translates right down into their behavior and then it explodes out as performance. Yeah. And um, so it's it's a high level to start off with, but when it translates and comes right down into your into your mind and muscle, mm. uh, it creates world class performance, top performance. Yeah, and it's like it's like you say is is people you know people can dismiss it all they want, but sports people have been doing this for years. Absolutely. And why why is it weird for people to think? That just because we're not sports people and we're we're individuals pursuing our, you know, in, in definition, I think all of us are trying to pursue our own version of the the Olympic gold. 
you know, yes. and it's and it, but it's that pursuit and that energy and that sheer determination to go. Okay, this is what I'm going to do, and you know, maybe we're not world class athletes, but I think we can be our own world class people and individuals in our own in our own life. Yes, and and if you look on the internet, you know, there's a lot about purpose right now. It's it's a it's mm. real trending, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people are looking for how do they create more meaning in their lives and how yeah. do they create more uh, better organizations and better cultures and, and purpose is the catchword. Yeah. And do you, and, and do you think, I don't know, because they, they talk about the millennials now and everything like that. There seems to be more of a, a natural conversation with those with that group of people. Do you think we're moving into that sort of a maybe a self-actualizing generation where they're maybe more natural with that pursuit of their their own personal idea yeah well i think the millennials and uh, are forcing that um you know they they don't settle for just working for anyone they settle for working for organizations that have have a very clear mission yeah that they feel aligned with yeah and um and they will you know if they, if they get a sense that the company is wavering mm. uh, from that mission and, and and purpose then they will leave w- yeah. without a question so yeah. i think you know the, the, the millennials are uh, are clear about what they want and they clear they're, they're pretty clear about where they're going yeah. and they want to make a difference in the world and so yeah. organizations that are making a clear difference and are, and are communicating that clearly mm. are attracting the best talent yeah, and um, and keeping them, keeping yeah. them long term, and yeah. that's that's the key. So it's, it's yeah. interesting because I know my my dad's my dad's father was basically, no, you just have to you just have to make a living. That was it. It doesn't that's matter right. what you do, you just have to make a living. My dad used to be do what you love, but you've got to just go and make a living. Yes, and and now with me, maybe it's my journey, and maybe it's what I do, but now it's for me. It's no son you've got to go and do something you love to do because you're going to be doing that for an awful long time. That's right. Yeah. So We've sure. evolved. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've yeah. evolved in the human yeah. race, right? Absolutely. And it's, it's That's... that thing. It's my, my, my son's doing video and you look at it and I just, I love the way he sparks when he, when he's doing yeah. it. It's creative process. You can see he's enjoying it and he wants to go and do it. Where when I was at school, the last thing I ever wanted to do was learn. Yes. You know, yeah, and that's, I think that's the, the difference between transactional and transformational. The old mm. style of leadership, yeah, um, the old school was transactional, autocratic, yeah, uh, authoritarian, uh, my way over the highway, you know, and, yeah. and people working for the dollar selling their souls, yeah. And you know, now transformational leadership and, and evolutionary leadership is, is you know, how do, how do we, uh, uh, help people to perform genuinely caring about them, helping mm. them to pursue their passion, um, helping them to, to grow and, and transform and evolve uh, into all that they can be. Yeah. And when companies do that, you know, you've got super high engagement employees bending over backwards for you, long-term yeah. employees, uh, healthy yes. employees, etc. Yeah. 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 And, and for, with, with regards to this sort of, um, it's going to be my last question before we jump over to the second part. But with yes. regards to the the sort of the the self actualization psychology and the personal development that sort of stuff, where yes. does that sit with uh, whether you want to call it affirmation or whether you want to call it mantra? Is there uh, 
science behind it that proves that that is beneficial to an individual doing that routine? Uh, um, science behind affirmations or mantras? Yes. Yes. Yeah, with sort of mantras, that sort of that sort of um, the sort of the positive language that we can tell ourselves. Absolutely. So Muhammad Ali, he he started to tell himself that he was the greatest mm. uh, when he was like 16, 17 years of age. Yeah. And then after a while, he started to believe it. Yeah. And then the more he believed it, the more that started to translate into his performance and his, and he created it basically. Yeah. So he, he became the greatest because he constantly um, spoke that mm. way to himself. So uh, how we speak and our language is extremely powerful yeah. and how we communicate to ourselves is very powerful. Yeah. What's more powerful than affirmation and, um, and, and mantras is, you know, hardwired belief systems and mm. they're in our unconscious and we're not even aware of them. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so to, to make what is unconscious conscious mm. and to become aware of our programming and that uh, that level and then to be able to change it so that it serves us mm. so for example you know a salesperson uh believes that it's hard to pick up the phone yeah uh, how's that gonna help them to to be good uh, at communicating on the phone and, and get that going yeah. so they, they need to change their belief systems that they love picking up the phone that they love talking to customers over the phone etc and, and that changes their behavior so yeah the science of of uh, mantras and, and affirmations is is good, but to get to the to the nuts of, mm. of it, to, to get to the core of it, we've got to work deep in the unconscious to to create change there, and that's yeah, what and we do. It's, and it's how that feeds, isn't it? Because um, I am um, I when I was ill, I've I've just pulled this little book out, and um, when I was ill, I wrote down um, how I how, what I thought about myself. Right. Um, and obviously I was going through clinical depression and everything else. Yes. But when you talk about how it fuels you and the kind of words we say to ourselves and the results that what those words are, what results it's going to give you, and it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yes. So um, I'm going to read a couple of these out. And um, forgive me if I shake just a little bit because when, re- when I'm just looking at this, it annoys me that I ever thought like this. Yeah, so the my, old you. Yeah, so the first yeah. statement is, uh, what am I? So that's the first statement. And then um, basically it goes, useless, thick, incompetent, lazy, weak, unloving, hated, talked about, frightened, scared, world of my own, existing a shell, living dead, corpse, fat, ugly, lazy, thick, guilty, annoyed, pissed off, sick, and suicidal. Wow. And I used to, I, that was a well, that'll make you depressed. Yeah, pretty much so. And I'm wondering why I never smiled that during during those periods. But this was the kind of thing that I used to say to myself every single yes. day. And right. it's when I, why I asked about the the sort of the affirmation, the mantra, because it wasn't until I went, that's not good enough. That's right. You know, I need, I need to give, I think, first of all, it was I need to give myself permission to be okay with me being a nice person. Yeah. And then it was, you know, I used to, I used to go through, I used to do this thing called the mirror exercise, where I would say a, uh, a positive affirmation to myself, and, and it wasn't necessary. It was just a phrase that I've always wanted someone to say to me. Yeah. And I would say it to, but I would not leave that mirror until it was congruent with the words that I was saying. 
Excellent. That's actually one of the ways that we uh, reprogram belief systems. Uh, so okay. not not literally looking in the mirror, but no. um, when you say yes to something long yes. enough yeah. uh, or strong enough, yeah. what that does is it, it creates a belief system. And right. so, okay. yeah, the way that you did that is is you know amazing. the 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 truth is is that there's no meaning out there. There's just the meaning that we give things, and we are yes. meaning making magicians, basically. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. So if we if we become aware of meanings that we're giving things and they're no longer serving us, mm. we need to take responsibility to change the meaning that we give things. Yes. So that we can get the results that we want. And that and you did you're in a, mm. a perfect example of that. You had a, yeah. a whole list of old meanings. Yes. And then you started to change those meanings by looking in the mirror yeah. and starting to tell yourself and say yeah. yes to it essentially. Yeah. And re and reprogram yourself. So and is there a connection with the the body language and the and the the way we say it in order yes. to write? Okay. okay. Yes, definitely. Because um, all in all uh, behavior is state dependent. So okay. state by state, I mean by how we feel. Yeah. So if we're feeling depressed, we behave depressed. If we're feeling confident, we behave co confidently. Yes. So we can use our body. Mm. You know, if you look at athletes and they and say, for example, they're playing basketball and you look at an athlete and they start to drop their head because they're missing shots, yeah. that tells you about how that player is starting to feel. Yeah. So if we if we step into a powerful, confident position, yes, we start to feel powerful and confident. And then mm -hmm. we can uh, you know start to program ourselves and, and change our, our state using our body. That's why exercise is prescribed by psychologists as the first thing to do if you have depression because yeah. because it, it helps you to change your state and start to feel good yeah so oh, that's really, yeah brilliant yeah. okay body language is important brilliant. as a self-talk right yeah, yeah oh, absolutely yeah. i mean that's it i was going to burn this book but i keep it just to show how far i've come great because um, i was really going to burn it is that almost like a, right that's the old me but yes. now it's like, you know, it's sod that I've come too far. So I need, I need something to, well, I don't need anything to prove it because I'm, I've All done right. it, but just something to, to sort of go back and go, I can, if I can do that, I can do anything anyway. Absolutely. So it's that, it's that momentum. Timothy, that, that's brilliant. And I, I've really enjoyed this first part of the show, but um, I'm going to give you um, uh opportunity to put you on the hot seat for the second part of the show. <laughs> I'm looking forward to these. <laughs> The questions that everyone else has received is going to be great. Absolutely, absolutely. Hi, it's Jeff here. So if you're looking for a community of like-minded people who are, are wanting to create and live an exceptional life, then why not jump over to our Facebook page? You can go to www.successinstigators.com or you can search for Success IQ and it will show up there. I look forward to seeing you there and joining in the community. Take care. Have an amazing day. Okay, welcome to the second part of the show. This is an opportunity for me to put the guests on a hot seat and to ask them a set of questions that I ask every single guest on the show. So, Timothy, the first question is, how much time a week do you spend on self-development? Well, that's that's a good question because I'm in the development business, right? So you Practice what you preach, people. Yeah, <laughs> you better be walking the talk, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I have a principle of applying to myself, so... Uh, it's important. So I've categorized the different areas in, of development. So, you know, I spend um, a number of hours meditating every week. Okay. 
um, at least approximately half an hour a day. I've been practicing that for 20 years. Okay. Uh, reading a couple hours a week, um, self-coaching a couple of hours a week, focusing on leading my life a couple of hours a week, okay. journaling, and then also have a coach. So yeah, uh, yeah, it, it adds up, but it all creates great results. So a lot, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, like for ten hours. <laughs> yeah, and okay. for, and and just out of curiosity for you, when you talk about leadership of life, um, of my life, yeah, yeah, what does that? What does that entail for you? Well, you can be working in your life or you can be working on your life. Yeah, so one, yeah. That, okay. that is the difference. Yeah. Leadership is um, working on things and yeah. you know, getting clear about your direction and then making a plan to hit that, you know, get there. So yeah. it's, it's uh, life, you know, life uh, leadership, really. Okay. Brilliant. Yeah. Okay. Question number two is, what's your favorite personal development book and why? Well, of course, it's my own book, Jeff, isn't it? Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> I, I, I long for one day I'm going to say that myself when, when I get interviewed. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the Evolutionary Leader, Five Steps to Dramatically Develop People and Performance. Yeah, good plug. Um, well pretty, done. Pretty, yeah, pretty <laughs> proud of that one. Good. Uh, but aside from that, I think what started me off on the journey, there's two books that I can, I'm really, you know, wrapped about and that really shaped me. One was called The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People by Dr. Stephen Covey. Yep. Um, this gave me a clear psychological proven model for leading myself. It, mm -hmm. it uh, enables people to move up the maturity scale from being dependent right up to being interdependent. Yep. And he's a legend. I mean, he he's, is, yeah. he's sold millions and millions of books. So I, I highly recommend that yeah. uh, for anyone. Uh, anyone. Uh, the other one is uh, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success by Dr. Deepak Chopra. Okay. And this one taught me about uh, a lot about how we work, uh, some secrets of life, and, and really how to use them to create um, fulfillment, joy, uh, and the results that you want. And, and I put those into practice, hmm. uh, all those laws, the seven habits and the seven spiritual laws into practice. And, and it's definitely supported me in getting to where I am today. I'm going to read that. I, am, I don't think I've read one. I think I may have it in my audio collection. That's going to take me like 10 decades to, to listen to. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the Stephen Covey ones, I think the one thing that always sticks with me is that story he tells about in the Metro. Yes. The paradigm shift. Paradigm shift. Because that really yeah. got me to think about just step back for a second and try and think about what may be going on in that other person's life. That's right. To do it. And it's it's a great way of um, just really stopping for a second and pausing and going, yeah, but I've got to get my stuff out the way in order for me to really understand what's going on over there. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, really paradigm good. shifts are, you know, so many people are looking for paradigm shifts hmm. in the world. And, and yeah. uh, that's what we've got to get. Well, that's what we, we are good at helping people create, whether it be yeah. a business yeah. or whether it be a, an individual, yeah. moving them from, you know, one place in the world to, you know, a whole different world where they, yeah. they want to live in a different way or have it, have it you know, double their, their business results, for example. So, yeah. you know, no, paradigm shifts is what it's all about. And, yeah. And that's, yeah. No, that's absolutely. Huge. And you can see it. And I love it. It's yes. like a light bulb going off in their head. Yeah, and you you've see, had one yourself, so you yeah. know what it's like. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it gives me more joy seeing someone else. 
Oh yeah. In a weird in a weird way, and it's it's like I look at it and go, ah, there's the spark, and that's <laughs> okay. Now now we're getting somewhere, and I love that. It just you can see that whole world change in a blink of an eye. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Okay, so question number three is, what's your favorite app? Well, there's two. There's, uh, you know, I got hacked. So okay. um, I, and I also educated myself a little bit on, you know, what free mail, uh, free email is all about and, yeah. and the, the search engines, et cetera. So yeah. um, I've become pretty uh, clear about how important my privacy is. Okay. So there's two, two apps. One is called Start Page, which is the most secure private search engine in the world. Okay, and um, and I use that, uh, and then Start Mail, which right. is okay. um, basically a, a mail system that is completely secure, so no one is checking out your your emails on that. And and, and is that like a Google interface, or is that just it's a completely different platform? Completely different. Uh, well, it, it interfaces with group uh, with Google. Right. Uh, but at the start page, but yeah. you can choose to look at it on the proxy version where no one is going to um, uh, be able to see what you're searching or what what you're looking at, basically. Okay. So so yeah, it's 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 private. It's great. Oh, cool. Excellent. Okay. Oh, I like that one. Okay. Privacy. Absolutely. <laughs> King. King. Because no one wants to know what you're looking at, Timothy. <laughs> okay. So question number four is, what's your biggest business mistake and what did it teach you? So um, the, big, the biggest business mistake for me was uh, undervaluing my services and uh, my business model became unsustainable because of that. So it, it taught me that, uh, I'm super valuable that yeah. the services that I provide to uh, customers um, is is super valuable yeah and uh, and it helped me to realize the value of of the work that I do and yeah. so um, yeah. Yeah. you know for me uh, it's it's important to have you know high, it's I learned it through my own my own studies but it, mm. you know it was it's important it's super important for people to have high self-esteem Yes. And to know the difference between self-esteem and self-confidence. Yes. So I was I was super confident, yeah. but what I needed to improve on was my my self-esteem, which is essentially my value. Yeah. How yeah. valuable do I believe I am? And yeah. and uh, and com- self-confidence is you know how confident you are or how good you are at certain things. Yeah. So you know our value as human beings is is a hundred percent from the time we're born right up until now. Yeah. Uh, but you know, many people learn that their value is determined by their performance yeah. and how well they perform. And then when they're performing not well, they're not valuable. Or when they're performing well, then they're valuable, and that they're on a, a an emotional roller coaster ride. So yeah, you know, have high self esteem and uh, to know your value, and then to know the value of the services that you have yeah. um, is very important for any businessman or woman. Yeah. I have to admit, in, in honesty, and I know we had this conversation when we first met, that's one I struggle with um, about the value of my service because I know it, it, I know how good it is, yeah. but it's, 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 I guess it's matching that with my confidence and going, okay, here it is. And I've yes. ordered that book that you suggested. Um, so I've got it sitting on my Kindle ready for when I go off on holiday. 
Excellent. Um, is it, yeah, I can't remember the guy's name, Weiss. Weiss? Yes, Alan Weiss. Alan Weiss. Fees. So, so, yeah, so it's, um, yeah, it was one of those things, and I'm, I'm quite, you know, I can put my hand up and say, okay, that's where my challenge is, and that's something I'm working on on a day-to-day basis. And yes. I think we all have that, and that's part of the, part of the thing is, is we acknowledge that we have challenges and we go, okay, that's that's what we need to work on, and then we that's can it. move on. Then we can move on. Yeah, that was that was that was a paradigm shift for for me when I uh, yeah. started to value myself more and value and move into a value based fees business yeah. model. Basically. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so question number four, uh, no, number five. What are your challenges in balancing life and work, and how do you deal with them? Well, I think the the main thing is. Uh, the the biggest challenge for me is is keeping things in balance. Mm. Yeah. So I have the word balance, you know, tattooed into my skull because okay. that that's super important for mm. for me to to uh, to be successful in all areas of my life. So right. um, how do I achieve that? Well, yeah. basically, you know, I've learned that it's really important to wake early and sleep early. Yeah. Uh, if I get to bed late at night, yeah. I'm, I'm struggling the next day. So, okay. um, being, you know, what was the saying early to bed and early to rise makes you healthy, wealthy and wise. So I, like that one. I follow, I follow that yeah. principle. Yeah. Um, and then eating well, nutrition and hydration and getting the right fuel in your body, hmm. taking care of your health, uh, is huge for me. Okay. So that is something that I've been really focused on. Yeah. Um, and then I would say that um, being very clear on your purpose and your vision, vision and your mission. Yeah. And then getting it and bringing it down into focusing on the minutes that you have in your day. So you know, if, if, if there's 12 hours uh, in a day, um, 720 minutes uh, a day. Yeah. And you have seven seven days or five thousand and forty minutes a week. Yeah. Um, then what are you doing with those minutes? Because what you yeah. do with it is what really counts. So, yeah. I've I've divided my my life up into twelve different contexts, which are super important to me. So like career, family, friends, leadership, mm. you know, personal development, uh, education, etc. Mm. And I and then then I've really blocked into my calendar the the air, each one of these contexts in my week and and decided how much time I'm going to spend on each area. Yeah. So and then I I follow that that uh schedule to support mm. myself and keeping my life in balance um putting my attention on on each you know on the important areas of my life on a weekly basis mm. and 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 keeping it keeping it in balance basically. Otherwise, you know, yeah. most of the clients that, that come to me, the top executives yeah. are uh, having huge issues in this area. Yes. And, and they spend, you know, 10 hours a day working yeah. and the rest of the time they're recovering, you know, yeah. from, from all the stress yeah. and their stress builds up, builds up, builds up until, you know, yeah, they they're uh, hitting the wall. Yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those things. I mean, I know I find the same as is majority of my the CEOs or directors or whatever who I'm working with, is they use the weekends to recharge, yes. only to go and you know knock themselves down flat. That's right. During the week. 50, 60, 70, 80 hour weeks yeah. Yeah. for your company. Yeah. 
um, is damaging you. you yeah. know, so, yeah. well, it's, it's getting, it's changing this belief system that sleep is a nice reserve of time. That's one of them yeah. you know, where they just go, no, sleep is critical in order to help you maximize your performance. Because if you sleep, Absolutely. you know, you can, you can achieve more by actually doing less. Correct. Because quite often they are, they, they they may feel that they're getting that impact and being productive, but actually if you stopped and look at it, they're probably not being as productive as they'd like to be. Yes. And it's by stepping back and going, okay, we need to slow down a little bit. But it's that, you know, it's those old habits, I guess, that are they're in there that go, this is what I believe to be how people are productive. And there's That's different fine. people. And also, you know, there's 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 a lot of, you know, personal development people out there and, and gurus and stuff that are talking about, or miss some people are misconstrued what hustle means. And, you know, they're talking about, you know, you basically sleep till when you die, you just got to work, work, work. And yeah. it doesn't always make sense. And, you know, the Atkins diet said was a great one, but he died of a heart attack for God's sake. So, yeah. you know, you've got to, you've got to put these things in perspective and, yeah. and look at it. And from common sense is we need sleep. You know, we know that we need sleep because even the animal kingdom sleep. You know, if you're sitting in a field with lions, tigers, and God knows what else around you, and you've decided you're a creature that you need to take 40 winks, that's saying that there's an, in the evolutionary development of, 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 of species, we need sleep. Uh, totally. You know, and it's... We yeah, we, the, rest, it. the rest and recovery phase, you yeah. know, when you're breaking down, you're in the gym and you're breaking down your body. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the rest and recovery phase that rebuilds it so you can get stronger. And yeah. so it's yeah. the same... You know, the rest and recovery phase is huge. And if we're not getting enough rest and recovery, we break. Literally, the body breaks. So, Yeah. yeah. No, no, absolutely. Absolutely. And I mean, that's one of the reasons why I do what I do, because I don't want anyone to go through the crap that I went through because I didn't listen to what my body was telling me. Yes. You know, I mean, I lost six years of my life, and I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. And, no. you know, how many businesses could run if – their CEO or anything just dropped off the face of the earth for six years. Yeah. You know. So b- balance is the key. Yeah, we've got to keep, absolutely. We've got to keep things in balance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, otherwise, you know, the quality of your life just drops away. And understanding really what balance means. Balance does not mean 50-50. Yeah. It's, it's understanding, you know, there's sometimes that one part of your life might be going really well, but it's being aware of what is going on in order for you to act proactively rather than reactively. Yeah. And I think that's the that's the really important bit. Yeah, doing the important things that are, yeah. that, are, that matter. Absolutely. Rather than running around with urgent things all over the place. Yeah, I mean I, I remember having a conversation with a um a CEO and you were, we're talking about, you know, we need to we need to introduce some relaxation strategies or whatever it is and you went, Do "You know what? I'd, when I retire, I cannot wait to go fishing." I was like, "Why are you waiting till you retire?" I said, "Why don't you just go at the weekend?" Prioritize went, it now. Yeah, and it was like, do you know, what? I've never thought of that because that—that was his goal was to retire and fish. Yeah, and then all of a sudden he rang me up and go, "Oh my god, I feel absolutely brilliant. I've been—I've been fishing all this weekend." And Paradise shift. Feel, yeah, exactly. and it's like, oh my god, you know, I, I mean, that was—it's such a—it's such obvious from people outside. Yeah, but it's wait, waiting for them to realize and then implement, and then What's keep this? implementing in order for it to maintain. 
it's like the 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 uh, story Dr. Stephen Covey talks about when you when you um, attend your own funeral. Yes. And yeah, yeah. Uh, you you walk into the the church and you see a you know a coffin up the front and you realize that it's your own. Yeah. And and three people get up to talk to, to about your life. Yeah. Uh, and what what do they say? You know, one is a family member, one is a friend, yeah. and one is a colleague from work. And and yeah. if you if you get super clear about that. Mm. It helps you to put things in perspective yeah. um, because we definitely don't want to be, you know, when we're on our, our deathbeds, we don't want to be saying, we, we're not going to be saying, we no. wish we worked more. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> and that, oh, that, if that's I'd only made that fiver. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just not going to, it's not going to be there, but we oh. have to prioritize things, right? Yes. It's crazy. Okay. Question number five is, um, no, question number Yes, question number, no, question number, number six. six. Sorry, you keep me right. You keep me right. What advice would you give an entrepreneur that you wish you had known starting out? Um, uh, number, number six is, yeah, I would say three things. Okay. Learn, learn from the best. Yep. And model them. Okay, cool. Yeah. So that means to me, if you want to be the best, go and go and hang out with the best. Yeah. Uh, there, there's an old circuit, an old, an old saying like if if you if you uh, don't don't hang out with the turkeys if you want to fly like an eagle. So <laughs> there's another tweet. Okay, that no. one's going out as well. <laughs> so so basically, you know, if you want to be the best, go model them. You you yeah. can model and learn from anyone. Yeah, uh, you know, spend go and buy someone a coffee or, or someone a lunch who is really good at what you want to be good at, yeah. and pick their brain, build a relationship with them. Yeah. Um, number two is I would definitely start to, uh, you know, learn about how you can be present. Yeah. How can you be super present? Top athletes in the world, mm. when they perform to their best, they go into this zone, into this, into the flow. Yeah, where they have uh, like a peak performance, um, they feel super happy, super fulfilled, um, and everything happens easily and effortlessly. So, yeah. um, being super present is one of the the things that's really transformed my life. Uh, mm. Learning to meditate, learning to be present and focused. Yeah, uh, I, you know, I, I write about that in my book and in, mm. in a couple of chapters. But it's an art. It's, it's, it takes a lot of practice, to yeah. be honest. And yeah, it does, yeah. you know, the mind loves, the monkey mind loves to jump around and be in the future and be in the past. Yep. But when we're really here, um, then we really perform and, uh, and we're really happy and fulfilled. So that, those are, mm. I would say those are the main things that uh, I would touch on. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, for you, gonna, when you were practicing, when you were, when you were practicing getting super pets, is that one of the reasons why you practice mindfulness techniques like meditation and stuff to help yes. you focus? Right. Okay. Definitely. Like um, the the health. First and foremost, it helped me with my sport and my performance uh, mm. in my earlier in my career. Okay. Uh, and secondly, it is has signed so many scientific uh, health benefits. It's yeah. It is. Uh, it is, you know, incredible. So mm. I perform way better when I'm, you know, practicing, uh, when I sit a couple of times a day. But the key is, is to take that presence into every moment. Yes. So to the degree that you're present in every moment, 
will be to the degree that you're happy and fulfilled. Yep. And that, that really is, is uh, you know, what life is all about, to be honest. Yeah, and, and funny enough, that was when I started to recover, when I understood that it's how I felt in this moment, not about what I was going to feel in, in five minutes or what I felt yes. like five minutes ago. Yes. It was what I needed to focus on is just how I do I want to feel right now. That's when my 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 attitude and everything dramatically changed because yeah. it was this is what i can control yes and it in it, it control in a, in a loose sense but this is ultimately where it is that i'm wanting how i want to feel now is actually what matters not how i want to feel in 5 minutes yeah and that was, excellent it was that was a massive a massive learning curve for me um and sometimes i do forget it and i've got to bring myself back in and go okay stop <laughs> Remember where you need to focus on and then move on. Yes. Okay, so question number seven is, what is your definition or how do you define success? Well, we touched on it just now. So yeah. okay. uh, I, would, I would say that, that um, it, success to me used to be when I was younger, mm. it used to be having, you know, going for the, the house, the, 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 yeah. the, the family, the 2.2 dogs and a Volvo. Yeah. Uh, and uh, kids, not dogs. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> I was, I was, I've never heard that one. That must be a Bahamas thing. Volvo, right? yeah. Is that a Bahamas thing? You just have 2.2 dogs and one child. <laughs> so, yeah, that used to be my definition, definition, yeah. definition of success. And that's the, the, the definition that I would say I learned from my parents. Yes. So for me, it, it took me some time because I started to pursue that and I was miserable. Mm. And um, through having a midlife midlife crisis in my early twenties, mm. uh, which I'm very grateful for, I, I realized <laughs> uh, I very much realized very quickly that uh, success to me is happiness and fulfillment. And mm. to the degree that I'm happy and fulfilled in every moment, yeah. is the de- to the degree that I'm successful. Yeah. So um, yeah, and yeah. It's, it, to me, success is an inside job. Yep. You know, um, there is no way, as, as Lao Tzu said, there is no way to happiness. Yeah. Happiness is the way. Yeah. And when you try and identify it, you lose it. Yeah. That's, that's one of those things is when you try and, not, when you right? try to. It's not, yeah. It's not in things. You're not going to find happiness in no. things. No. Um, it certainly can increase the quality of your life. But, you yeah. know, I've met some of the wealthiest, yeah. most materialistically, yeah, uh, wealthy people in the world I've yeah. met yeah. are miserable. Yes, totally miserable. Yeah, I know, I know. And you look, you look at that, and you go, "Does it?" But it still doesn't teach people because they don't look clear, clear with that clarity. They look with that fog yeah. and go, "Yeah, but he's got the Volvo and the two point two dogs." Yeah. You know, that's what <laughs> that's what they're looking for. Okay, so question number eight. Is um is the life lesson question? So it's you pick between one to fifty, and whatever number it lands on, we will um discuss it based on um a lesson that I've learned, and we see what pops up. And it's okay for you to disagree because with it being a lesson, it could be you've learned something different. But um, if you pick a number between one and fifty, and we will see what it pops up on. All right, I'll pick my favorite number, number twenty-one. Okay, twenty-one. Um, that is self-appreciation. Oh, there you go. So um, Nice theme. We yeah, were talking abso- about it. Absolutely. So 
for me, it's all about that, you know, you've got to respect and, and you've got to love yourself in order for you to really reach the potential that you're wanting to do, to, to achieve. No wiser words have been said. There you go. Okay, you heard it first, people. Um, so, but and it, but it's it's that battle of um, battling what other people say, whether that should be, you know, whether that's okay, or whether it's not. You know, there's a there's the rule that I live by is sod what other people think, and it's you know you've got to learn to appreciate that. And I don't care if it's looking at your mirror and saying, look, I love and deeply respect you. If that gets you to that point then go and speak in front of a mirror. But it's yeah. just getting yourself to a point. And I suppose it's like you were saying, you know, it's, a, it's that self-esteem, it's that confidence to be able to go, okay, I'm in a great place and I don't care what the hell's going on around me. Is I, I can be centered and I can respect myself. And then yeah. you can deal with the challenges of life. That's great. I, I have a similar rule to you um, about, you know, in psychology there's a, a thing called projection. and. Okay. It's basically the the principle is is uh, what others say about you mm. says more about them actually than it says about you because like they, they yeah. they're projecting. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If you if you play play the game of life with that principle running, yeah, then you know you can protect your mm. your unconscious because it is it's super sensitive and um, you know. Yeah, uh, it, 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 you know, you're not going to take on uh, people's projections, and it also helps you to remember that <clears throat> when you're when you're commenting or judging yeah. other people, mm. that it actually it, it's turning back on yourself. So you know, yeah. pointing the finger at someone else, you've got three fingers pointing back up back to you, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah one, no, up, one yeah. upwards. Absolutely. So yeah, it's it's a good principle actually that one, and and it's very similar to yours. Cool, brilliant, excellent. Well, we have come to the end, Timothy. So, um, if Time I flies, mate, I know it does. I know it does. Even more so, and you're probably sitting on the beach with a mai tai, <laughs> with your feet up, as, as it were, coming up to like eleven o'clock at night here. Um, but the floor is yours for you to share how people can find out a little bit more about you. Obviously, um, your information about the book and your your all of your social media links will be on the show notes. But oh, just um, how people could get a little bit more about you. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I have a website, carolconsultancy.com, and on there, there's tons of free resources uh, for you. There's a blog, white papers. Um, you can sign up to Timothy's Thought for Thursday, which is a very brief weekly newsletter that uh, we send out. Okay. Um, uh, reach out, connect with me on LinkedIn at timothyj.carol. Um and of course, I'm open to supporting and, and meeting you. Uh, you know, if you email me at timothy at carolconsultancy.com, uh, then we can schedule a time and happy to meet uh, online and discuss uh, your challenges, goals, um, and some solutions even. So very, very happy to support uh, in any way I can. Um, and all the Facebook page and the Twitter, et cetera, is, is on the notes. Yeah. Um, along with the information about the book, which I mentioned earlier, The Evolutionary Leader, which which you can find uh, on in Amazon. Yep, and that's that's on my Kindle for the holiday as well. Awesome. So I am I am looking forward to reading both of those books. Um for but Timothy, thanks very much for joining me on the show. It's Mate, been thank an, you. an absolute pleasure. And I just want to say wishing you the greatest success. 
Thank you so much. It's been great and I've, I've enjoyed every minute. So first of all, just let me say a massive thank you for joining me today. It's lovely to know that you're out there listening and it's great to have the emails that I get from you with suggestions about the show and what you think about the show. That's really nice. Really does help me make the show even better. If you'd like to find out more about me and the types of services I offer or my social media links, then please visit www.jeffnicholson.uk. You can also join us on the Facebook page. Just search for Success IQ Podcast. And that's a new page that we've put up that I'm trying to grow and develop. So you can tune in and find us on other stations such as Stitcher, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and of course, iTunes. And if you have the time, it would be great if you could pop over there, leave a rating, leave a review, because it really does help me grow the show and make the impact that I'm really looking for. So just to say, I hope you have a fantastic week. I wish you the greatest success and I look forward to speaking to you next week. Take care.